0: Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed.
1: Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Shaladio welcome to episode 46 of our series on how to believe god for a spouse on this series i am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe god for a spouse and to also find a spouse i'll be sharing core principles of confessions faith hope the seed principle prayer discernment and so on this series will apply to both men and women I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Please make this a daily prayer. You can find this prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints." Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray and I ask for an outpouring of the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself, the eyes of our understanding, being enlightened that we might know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, This afternoon, I'll be sharing three very vital keys that will ensure that time wasters you know time wasting bozos or time wasting rosos are kept away from your life and then you also be able to attract godly people into your life very just three short and sharp keys that will help you that's if you've not gained of not like if you've not listened uh to any of my broadcasts before this one particular one will really help you because I would call this something close to the Rosetta Stone of my broadcasts. As in, if you understand this broadcast, you will understand the remaining broadcasts in this series. Because this is a uh, this is uh, broadcast 46, the series number 46. So, I have, I have three keys that I want to share with you um, today. I'll try to spend an appro- uh, approximate time of about eight minutes on each of the keys. Uh, on this broadcast the first key i want to well let me list the three keys and then we'll go through them one by one now what i'm saying is that you will reduce your chances of your time being wasted by a bozo or a rozo if number one you keep your legs closed i.e abstain from fornication number two You keep your Bible open, i.e. you feed on God's word and you build your life on the foundation of God's word. And three, you keep your ears next to the mouth of Jesus and only do what he tells you to do. If you understand these three keys, it is extremely unlikely that your time will ever be wasted by some ungodly person out there and i'm gonna go into uh sharing some of these keys in fact each of these keys really to be honest with you it's it's a broadcast on its own but i've decided to compact this into one single broadcast so that you can go away with it and these are powerful keys now the first key is keep your legs closed now why is it important as singles for us to keep our legs closed i'll tell you why number one the Bible says that marriage is honorable with bed undefiled. So, God says that marriage is honorable when the bed is undefiled. And um, also, there are several places in the Bible that, you know, talk about, speak against uh, fornication and also speak about the, uh, the consequences and the reason I mean yeah, consequences of fornication, and um also if um if you go into the scriptures now we're going to turn to the scriptures to see what happens uh in fornication, yeah, because um uh, there are two things really that we involved I mean that we would be concerned with. number one is that fornication on its own is a sin, and the Bible says that the soul that sinneth shall die. And the Bible also says, no, that's not the right scripture for that. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. So it means that when you sin, you are participating in spiritual death. Is that you are attracting a consequence. You are attracting a manifestation of spiritual death when you walk um, in sin. So the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And it means that you are sowing a seed of corruption. Uh, into your spiritual life when you commit a sin but then going beyond that we so we see that god i mean it's like your when you commit fornication you have sinned but beyond that there's still one more thing that happens and we're going to see that uh from the scriptures i'll just um we're going to turn to it now just hold on a second Okay, now let's turn our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We'll read from verse 16. It says, What? Know ye not that which is joined to an harlot? that which is joined to an harlot is one body, for two saith he shall be one flesh. So every time you commit fornication, you are joining yourself to another person and in fact when you commit fornication the bible's i mean and okay it says that know you not that would which know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body for two saith he shall be one flesh so technically when you commit fornication you are joining yourself to the spirit of harlotry. Now, who is a harlot? Harlot is not only the person that is hawking sex on the streets for money. I'll give you the definition of who harlot is in the Greek. The word harlot is translated from the Greek word porne. Porne means female harlot. And pornos means male harlot. So you see that there are female harlots, there are male harlots. And what do these words mean in the Greek? I'll tell you what they mean. These Greek words mean a man or a woman indulging in unlawful sexual activity, either for gain or for lust. So it's not only when you collect money for sex that you have engaged in halotry. It's not only when you pay money for sex that you have engaged in halotry. He says even when you engage in unlawful sex for lust. So a, a boyfriend and a girlfriend fornicating with themselves are actually committing halotry you you get what i'm saying now so these have ramifications in the spirit now when you commit fornication you are joining yourself in soul ties with the person that you are fornicating with and you are creating a distortion in the realm of the spirit it does not matter whether you are dating or not it does not matter whether you plan to marry the person or not you are creating a problem for yourself in the realm of the spirit and you see once you are engaged and sold out to fornication then you expose yourself to a whole range of activities and stuff that is not going to help you in many ways i'll tell you what those activities are number one you expose yourself to pregnancy because you could get pregnant without being married and that is not our expectation for you as a christian Number two, you expose yourself to abortions. I mean, there was a story on Twitter. Some lady committed four abortions for the same guy. I mean, that was just completely awful. Just completely awful and nauseating. And on top of that, the guy did not marry her because I'm sure the guy wanted to marry a clean babe. So the guy just cleverly avoided her, giving her some lame excuses. So this is going to work against the women a lot. So if you keep allowing a bozo to have sex with you you get pregnant you are bought you get pregnant you are bought when the guy finally wants to settle down and he knows he wants to have children he will not marry you he will dump you in the trash and go and pick another woman who has never he will even marry a virgin, and then he will even say his pastor endorse this decision and you are going to be left out in the cold or simply because you sinned against God, you were careless, and you did not obey God's word. So, it is very important, both men and women, for you to keep your legs closed. So, if you don't want to find yourself in the hands of the wrong people, if you don't want to find yourself in the wrong place, in the wrong spirits, in the wrong environment, in the wrong consequence, in the wrong, I mean... Um, in 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 in, in, you know like negative consequences then it is very important that you keep your legs closed one of the reasons again why you need to keep your legs closed is that you will actually attract people with wrong spirits into your life i'll tell you how that happens if you are a woman who will not keep her legs closed you will constantly attract men who are only looking for sex and are not looking to marry you seriously those are the people that will come they will break your heart Because they will sleep with you. When they are tired of sleeping with you and they want to marry, they will toss you in the dustbin and they go and look for clean babes that have never even had sex with anybody before and marry them. So, you attract the wrong crowd into your life if you are, you know, like sexually active as a single. Seriously. Even men too, you attract the wrong crowd into your life because you're decision system can become clouded you can even contract hiv from it by sleeping around so it is very important crucially important that you close your legs another reason why it is important for ladies especially now not to engage in premarital sex and to close their legs is that the guys when they come and they do this then they go and when they go and when they go they leave you broken hearted and then you are wondering and then you are saying that oh all men are bad no one other reason again why you need to close your legs is that The moment sex-hungry men approach pretending that they want to marry you and they ask you for sex and you say no, then they instantly know that you are not part of their market and they will carry their rubbish and go another place. But if you give men the impression that you are open for sexual business, they will ride on you. When they are tired, they will abandon you and go and look for somebody else to play with. So, it is very important. You will attract the wrong people into your life if you do not observe chastity. It is very important. Very, 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 very important. In fact, once you set your boundaries that there is no sex here before marriage, a lot of those sex-hungry men will not even bother to stop at you. Some silly ones will still stop. But as long as they come and they show those signs or they say or they express you know, that request, you just toss them in the bin and carry on. The Bible says flee fornication. It didn't say negotiate with fornication. So all this business of uh even people in church now i mean everybody has just gone i mean not everybody but a lot of people have just gone haywire now even in the church you know so you even have christians now in the church you know supposedly or allegedly dating themselves and then the guy begins to pressurize the sister for sex i mean that's just plain wrong plain wrong i mean i've <laughs> there was a sister so maybe last year also i told me that um a guy she was dating in church in church in the church of jesus christ the guy broke up with her why the guy said that since they started dating six months ago that she has not come to visit her alone and visit him alone in his room what for because he wants to have sex so really i mean the guy was just not a serious guy so, it was just simply a bozo pretending to be a boaz in church. So, once you keep your legs closed, you keep the wrong crowd away from you. And once you your boundaries are clear, uh, they don't just start discussing sex with you and you're just laughing and you're just laughing and you don't make your stand. No, no, excuse me. I don't discuss this. I don't tolerate this. I have zero tolerance for it. And then all those time wasters on that level of sex we will move to people who have their time. See you after the break.
0: Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. Listen and be blessed.
1: Yeah, so we took so much time on the first key, so we now want to go to the second key. Now, what, I mean, there's quite a lot. I still had I mean, I, was, I would have loved to say about the first key, which is keeping your legs closed. But um, we, because of our time, we need to move on to the second key. Now, for the second key, uh, let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Very powerful scripture there. Very powerful. These were actually the words of Christ. And the words of Christ are always very powerful. The Bible says the words that I speak to you. They are spirit. And they are life. Now Luke chapter 6. We read from verse 46. He says. And why call ye me Lord, Lord? And do not the things which I say. Now this is the second key. Keeping your Bible open whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them i will show you to whom he is like so you see it is not enough for you to keep your legs closed alone you must keep your legs closed now the the there are people out there who are not even christians they also keep their legs closed but then they now confront me on Twitter and says, okay, we kept our legs closed and we still have not found anybody to marry us. Blah, 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 blah. And that, okay, that even then we keep our legs closed and they still hurt us emotionally. That Bozo came and Bozo left and I'm hot Blah, 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 blah. Now, that is only one third of the message. This is the second part of the message. A lot of people out there don't have the second part. They, some only did the first part and they are complaining that nothing happened that their situations did not shift. Now the first part, like I said, keep your legs closed and I've explained what happens if you don't keep your legs closed and I've also explained a few things that happen when you keep your legs closed to keep the wrong crowd away and you keep yourself from soul ties that will you know like distort a proper relationship that you eventually get into and also you reduce the risk of STD infections you reduce the risk of unwanted pregnancies and you also reduce the risk of abortions because many ladies now out there are aborting left right and center all because they are sleeping with guys who will not even marry them who are not even prepared for children and you know it's a whole big mess out there now next one is whosoever cometh to me so this is the second key keeping your bible open the word of god so the first thing is that you have to come to jesus the second thing and heareth my sayings and the third thing doeth them i will show you to whom he is like so three things that you must do under this key of keeping your bible open one is that you must come to jesus how do you come to jesus you come to jesus daily in thanksgiving in praise and in worship you thank him you praise him you worship him you recall everything that he has done for you you sing praises unto him and this is nothing to do with your church service this is your own private moment with god that is how you come to jesus you come in thanksgiving praise and worship and then he says and heareth my sayings how do you hear the sayings of jesus you hear the sayings of jesus by reading his word And allowing the Holy Spirit to explain those words to you. You hear the sayings of Jesus by listening to an anointed teaching. And allowing the Holy Spirit to explain it to you. You hear the sayings of Jesus by meditating on God's word. And allowing the Holy Spirit to explain it to you. You hear the sayings of Jesus by praying in the spirit. Over the scriptures and allowing the Holy Spirit to explain the scriptures to you. That is how you hear the sayings of Jesus. And then the last step is that you do with the sayings of Jesus. So when Jesus reveals something to you, when God reveals something to you through his word, you do it. And then let's see what Jesus describes that person as. He says, I will show you to whom he is like, to whom the person who comes to Jesus, hears the sayings of Jesus and doeth the sayings of Jesus, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house. So you build an house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock and when the flood arose the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it for it was founded upon A rock, so you see, so you see here now that the Bible says that he is like a man which built a house and digged deep and laid the foundation on a rock. So the man who is constantly coming to Jesus, hearing the sayings of Jesus, and doing the sayings of Jesus, the Bible says that he is like a man who built a house and digged deep. And laid the foundation on a rock so that when the flood arose and came and beat vehemently against the house, it could not shake it. Now, let me tell you something here. The reason why when we say that we're believing God for a spouse and then ladies at a certain age will now begin to get desperate and begin to use underhanded methods, you know, by, you know, allowing all these sex hungry people to invade them and all the rest is that they don't have a foundation the bible says that when you build your house and you dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock the flood and the stream beating vehemently upon your house will not be able to shake it why because it was founded on a rock now what is the rock the rock is the word of god the lord jesus christ himself so if you do not lay the foundation of your life the foundation of your belief system the foundation of the your believing god for something if you do not lay it on the rock called jesus christ called the word of god when the storm and the wind and the stream when they come and they beat against your structure it will collapse so that is why it is important to keep our bible open to hear the sayings of jesus on a daily basis to do the sayings of jesus and as we are doing that we are digging deep and laying the foundation of our belief system on the word of god i mean i've had people write stuff to me i mean a woman wrote stuff to me today on twitter and said something like we can never trust that we can never trust all these men again now you see that is the example of a woman who has not laid the foundation of her belief on the rock called Jesus Christ you know why the bible says that with god all things are possible so it is possible for you to find a man that is trusted if you say that all men cannot be trusted it means that you do not have a foundation and the stream is already beating against your house and your house is already falling down because you don't have a foundation so in the case of that woman how can she have a foundation she needs to get back into the word You see that says that all things are possible to him that believeth and that with god all things are possible so with those two scriptures that woman now needs to begin to declare that it is Possible for me to meet a god-fearing man that can be trusted who will love me who will cherish me who will honor me who will help me to obey god and not break my covenant with god now that woman needs to declare this on a daily basis that woman needs to look at the scriptures read the scriptures and begin to believe that it is possible for all this to happen so that is an example of somebody who i mean who did not lay a foundation on the rock so you see it is not only required for you to close your legs but it is also required for you to keep your bible open to have a relationship with the word of god to have a relationship with the saints of jesus christ so that as the days are going by you are digging you are digging deep you are digging deep and as you are digging deep all the toxic materials that social media has planted into you about men and women you are uprooting them i also find men on social media say that none of these women can be trusted i can never trust a woman now you see Those are toxic statements that reveal the fact that you don't have a foundation and that your house is not built on the rock called Jesus Christ. So much material to treat on this one, but I need to quickly move on to the last key. Now, what's the last key? The last key is put your ears next to the mouth of Jesus and only do what he tells you to do. Now, effectively, this is divine direction. Now, I tell people on social media, I said, look, one sure guarantee that will ensure that you can never be conned into a sham relationship by a bozo is that you must commit to God never to do anything that he is not a part of. God knows who an idiot is. God knows who a scammer is. If you ask God about anybody who comes into your life and say lord um, jack has come into my life now or more like jack wants to come into my life lord is jack a genuine person or not is jack real or fake lord i will not go into a relationship with jack until you tell me specifically about jack whether it is your will for my life or not and you stay there in prayer and refuse to progress that relationship until you have an assurance from god i have sisters who have used this step and god has delivered them severally. seriously there's a particular sister right She was already into this relationship with this guy. But, you know, she still, you know, like, kept open. You know, she would be praying in the spirit, committing that relationship to God, you know, and all the rest. And I think this relationship has probably gone on, you know, for like a year. But, you know, she was not sexually involved with the guy. She was, you know, doing things reasonably. You know, doing things reasonably. And at some point, while she was praying, the Lord gave her a dream. One night. And in that dream the Lord told her. That this guy that you are in a relationship with. Already has a son. Is a scammer. And. She she said no Lord. You, this cannot be true. When she woke up. And the Lord told her. You go on Facebook. Look for his brother.
0: That
1: These were instructions from the Lord. Look for his brother. Make friends with his brother on Facebook. And ask his brother whether he has a son and she did exactly that and the brother confirmed it that yes indeed my brother has a son didn't he tell you so straight away she knew that this guy was just a scammer how much more details is she hiding away from him so she confronted him and broke the relationship with him eh, but if you keep doing that when will she ever find somebody to marry well i have news for you Uh, I think in my last two conversations with her, she told me that there's a guy and um, a serious one and a genuine one this time. So, God will always provide. You don't have to be desperate and hang on to people who will mislead you or people who will hurt you and harm you. I have another example. Now, this particular lady, she was also you know, like in a cheat chat with this guy this guy said he was interested in marriage and all the rest and one day she was praying and the lord told her that this guy <laughs> no this was how the story went now what had happened was that she was on a conversation and she heard a female voice in the background on the guy's side so she said ah, who was that and the guy said oh that's my sister we live together oh okay and she didn't even take it to heart at all she said she just said oh, oh. Uh, because they both attended the same church there was no reason for her not to believe the guy that, that was a sister while she was praying later that night the lord told her that lady whose voice you heard is not her sister that lady whose voice you heard is his girlfriend they live together and they both have a son and she was like what she she thought it was a joke she prayed again she heard the same thing oh so on the next conversation she called the guy I mean, she asked the guy, said, Ah, that lady whose voice I heard, it appears that she's actually your girlfriend. And you both have a son together. The guy was tattooed on the phone call. Said, Who told you? And she said, The Lord told me. So, yeah, I mean, there's really no problem. I mean, we can as well call this quits. And that was how the lady broke off. So she would have been scammed into a nonsense relationship if she did not hear the voice of God. Now, I see many girls out there on social media, they have never spent five minutes praying to God to ask Him to speak concerning the people that they are dating. So, just the guy will just come and give you money, and give you gifts, and buy you makeup, and buy you perfume, and take you to one expensive restaurant, and you do not hear the voice of God. The guy will come with a 5,000 pound ring, and you did not hear the voice of god and you just jump in like that all because you are desperate to marry look three keys number one keep your legs closed keep your bibles open keep your ears next to the mouth of god i guarantee you you can never fall into the hands of a bozo because god will expose him your 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 building your life on your on a foundation will also ensure that only the right people come into your life, and your avoidance of fornication will also ensure will also ensure that you are kept away, you know, from impurities, from soul ties, and from dangers, you know, such as unwanted pregnancies, uh, HIV, uh, abortions, and all the rest. I mean, I've really struggled to compact these three keys into this broadcast. And I think I'm actually going to look at them in detail in subsequent broadcasts. See you guys next week. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.BreakingSoulTies.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to Ties at That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord